You are now about to experience a chilling podcast with that dude Blaze. What's going on, guys? It's Dad Dude Blaze here, and we're back for another episode. Before we start this episode, I do have to say we do not speak for any companies, brands, or theme parks. We are just sharing our experiences through our haunt careers. All right, I got a few people on tonight. We got the Exile Bros. We got Matt Weiss. The Pink Clown. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And we got Nathan Weiss, also known as Blue. What's up, guys? Hope you're not sick of me yet. (laughs) I'm really excited about this. I can't wait to get this started. Um, Our next guest is a resident of Halloween Horror Nights Universal Studios Hollywood. She's played many roles as Kiss Me from the 2017 Purge Gauntlet. She also played one of my favorite characters, in the original Scare Zone, Hell's Harvest in 2018 as Hatchet Hannah. And let me tell you, she is a badass with the chainsaw. Please welcome Star Romano. What's going on, Star? How's it going? Yo, yo, yo. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> it's a really hell of excited. an introduction. I know, right? <laughs> Thank you so much for that intro. Oh, man. Super excited about this. Like, I love HHN. Um, I have nothing but good things to say. It's definitely one of my top favorite, my my top ones to visit, like each year. And it's just like even with the with the bros, like we we ha- we try to go at least once a year. That's yeah, awesome. definitely. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think we've gone without each other the last, I think, four years, three years in a row. We've gone every single time. It's been, it's been uh, Blaze and us. So it's oh, funny. That's funny, funny you mention that. Yeah. No, I think about I've it. I've definitely seen you out there. So what's funny about you, Star, is like I haven't like the way I met you was through the brothers. And Mm -hmm. I was like, it was funny because uh, I think Matt was like, somebody from Horror Nights is going to come. And I was like, what? No way. And um, he was like, yeah, like uh, her name's like Star. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I want to be her friend. And like, I ended up following you. And I was like, oh, man. And then I saw like a bunch of your photos that that you've been in like at HHN, I was like, oh, man, this is so cool. She's so badass. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, well, I met the brothers just doing, um, the Exile Bros just doing, I think it was like Midsummer or something. They were on like four-legged stilts. Um, <laughs> and ever since then, I don't know, ever since then, we just kind of connected. And like, I always came out to support you guys. Like, the show that you put on last year was insane. It was so entertaining. Thank um, you. And, like, you guys came out and supported us. And like, you always show out. So. It's just been kind of a cool relationship that we've created over the years. Um, you know, people that I, like relationships that I really cherish. So, you know, thanks for that. Absolutely. You've, you've been our hype crew throughout the years. Like we always look forward to the day that you come to Fright Fest and we try to return the favor on the day yep. that we come to the Horror Nights. We always try to hype you up. Yep. Yeah. And you, you really do. Honestly, the nights that you guys come through, it just... Uh, you know, I have you in the back of my mind on, on each set. So I'm like, all right, I got to show out just in case my homies from Fright Fest are coming. They see me. <laughs> I need to make sure I'm on my A game. So it's always cool to, like, have that extra boost. Yeah, that, that, that's so true because we definitely do the same when we see you guys walking through, like, our area. Like, I, I, I turn into, like, fifth gear. That's even a thing. Oh, definitely yeah. kick it up. Like, oh, yeah, it gets me so hyped. So we just I just kind of go wild. It's oh, super it fun. Oh, sure is. The fifth year is definitely a thing. We all know it. 
Yeah. So, Star, I want to know, um, how long have you been doing Horror Nights? Um, well, I started the middle of the season in 2015. So, it's been a while. So, this would have been five, season five season. for you? This would have been my sixth season. 2020 would have been six oh, oh, for me. Oh, right. Math. Yeah. Math. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I've been doing it for a while. Um, I started... I started in the middle of the year and as a scare pool, as a pool performer. So, and it's funny that I started halfway through because they call it kind of like um, a cattle call where so many people have dropped out in the middle of the season that they just need people. So it was like, we auditioned, got in, um, they accepted us. We had an orientation and that, that same day we scared. So it was like, bam, 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 like get you in, like start scaring and like fill a role. (laughs) Talk about, talk about hitting the ground sprinting, you know? Oh yeah. (laughs) That's hilarious. But super cool at the same time. It was the best way to do it. That's amazing. Like, okay. So for pool, like, is that like, if they don't have anywhere to put you, like, do they have somewhere to put you or? Okay. Okay. So I'll explain it. So it's scare actor pool. It's the pool performers. Um, Pretty much when anyone calls out sick or whatever, um, they pull from these pool performers and they just kind of cast you like fit. They kind of fit you into the best role that's possible for you. Um, so for example, you'll have like a really tall girl in a guy's role just because there's no tall guys to fit that role. Um, but the, if you don't have any, if they don't, if they end up not having a role for you, you get sent home with eight hours of pay. So it's pretty sweet either way. Oh. Like, um, so okay, you don't, wow. have, you don't like, yeah. So if you don't get picked, you don't put the damage on your body, you get eight hours of pay and you usually end up going, being able to go through a couple of the mazes throughout the night and then like leave. Oh, that's, wow. cool. that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Now I, I have a question about that too. So when you're getting pulled for pool, do they put you only into a maze or one of the houses or could you potentially go out to one of the scare zones as well? Um, you can definitely go out to one of the scare zones. Um, actually I, kind of feel like that's how I got put into scare zones because um, being in pool that first year, um, I I went in with my sister and um, the casting directors kind of knew us. Like they they knew us as the sisters. So they would literally cast us in the same role. Like anyone that had like a double, anywhere that had like a double role, like both doubles were gone, they put us there. So um, they got, they got a chance to know us. So they would throw us into scare zones and they'd see our energy together because together we were just crazy. And then we would like, we got ended up throwing, get thrown in their scare zones. But to answer your question, um, yes, you can get thrown into scare zones. You can get thrown into mazes. Um, if you have chainsaw experience and you were chainsaw trained that year, you can get thrown into a scare zone with a chainsaw, which is always really fun for a pool pool performer because you don't have your chainsaw every night. And that's usually what you want. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, do you like um, being a double with your sister and being replacements for each other? Or do you like, would you, do you wish that you could have performed at the same time? Well, um, there were times where we would overlap 
our um our set times and we would kind of like throw it by our supervisors like hey you know we want to scare together for a little bit I know it's kind of weird that there are two hatchet hannas on set um but like we would (laughs) we would always like do our little like little we had our little choreo like moment where we would like point at each other and do our little doll thing and and switch (laughs) off but um actually by the end of that season they had they had us on the same set because they saw how much fun we had together. So they ended up putting all the doubles together by the end of the season. Awesome. That's, awesome. That's cool. so cool. Um, can you tell me a little bit like, um, you know, how, how it all started? Like, when did you start getting into Haunt? Okay. Yeah. It's actually um, kind of a really odd story because it's not necessarily a traditional one. Um, being anything Halloween related like monster related scared me uh to death as a kid I was the biggest scaredy cat um I actually had um a bad experience my brother worked at the Y I grew up in New York and my brother worked at the YMCA and we walked through this little like dingy maze and I got so afraid of something that I stepped back and and I fell into a coffin and I just oh, no. remember, like, there was a strobe light, and I just remember, you know how, like, a strobe light um, alters movement, alters your yeah. vision and movement? So yeah, I just yeah. remember, like, seeing my legs kicking and, like, the the little, like, um, grass and moss in the coffin was everywhere, and I was just like, okay, I'm done. Like, that's it. <laughs> oh, um, man. That yeah, sounds like so the I, most wild haunt story I've ever heard. It was, to be honest. it was pretty scary. It was, it was honestly terrifying. And I was like, you know, I was like seven or eight. Oh. Um, so I went through the rest of the maze, like literally in my, in the back of my brother's shirt. And he was just like telling people to stop scaring me. So um, fast forward a couple of years, you know, um, I had started visiting California because I have family out here and um, going to Universal, uh, going through like um, Van Helsing. Uh, I went through there. I'm like, yeah, this couldn't be so bad. Like, you know, that was a long time ago. I'll get over it. I could not handle that. Uh, I left through the emergency exit. Um, (laughs) I couldn't handle it. I was like, okay, so this is not, this is not the thing for me. And I just accepted it as a part of my life. Um, Then fast forward to September, 2015, um, my sister Diamond, uh, asked me, you know, do you want to, um, go to this interview? She said interview. Do you want to go to this interview at Universal? And I'm like, you know, sure. I'll, I'll do a little ride operator, like whatever. Um, because the platform that Universal used to sign up for auditions at the time, it's not the same now. Um, you could press refresh and then enter someone else's name. So she did it for me. And (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, what, I'm like, what is this exactly? So we look it up and it's like, this is an audition, like come in comfortable clothes, be ready to do this and that. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the scariest thing of my life. And I'm going to audition to be a part of it. So I'm also not a quitter. So I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to give it my all. I'm super dramatic. So I get there and the audition process happens and I made it and I started scaring and like literally that was it like I met the people like 
I started scaring people and it was funny to me. But I have to say, like, I still, when I walk through a maze for the first second and third time I'm gonna be dropping like people drop me and they're like I dropped star and I'm like good for you it's not that big of a deal like I'm scared (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so I it it kind of happened for the moment like I got thrown into it and I will I I will never look back like it's it will be a part of my life forever that's such an awesome story like you know, not no like it's like a surprise, you know, like she was been wanting to do that or she had she had an idea of what it was. And my sister is like super into acting and theater and like she does pageants and modeling and all that stuff. So most of the most of the people at Horror Nights are kind of in that realm anyway. So she kind of got a hook to it in that sense um, in terms of like being able to network. And I feel like that's, that's a difference, um, between the Horror Nights actors and other scare actors is that, um, we, not like we, but creatively haunt, like their haunt is not like the driving force of a lot of the people that work there. It's more of like their side thing and then they have their their heart and their core like comedy or acting or modeling or tiktoks or you know what i mean or youtube or something like along those lines not to say that other haunt actors don't have that but i feel like um because we don't get to choose a character we have other kind of creative outlets that makes sense that does Mm -hmm. so i have a question um, do you have any kind of like a performing background or entertainment background of any kind? Or was it kind of out of your comfort zone the first time you performed for Horror Nights? Um, well, I have a little bit of a theater background um, and then a, a little bit of an acting background. My aunt is a producer, so I kind of got thrown into a couple acting roles with her. So okay. and I've always been super dramatic in my life. So, I mean, it was kind <laughs> of it was kind of perfect for me. Um but um, another reason why I feel like I fell in love with it so much is because I have a sports background too. And it's that camaraderie and like the feeling of like getting your little workout in and the adrenaline rush and like getting your sweat on and being yeah. able to like kind of work totally. out. You know, yeah, I'm we, sure you can agree. Yeah, we totally know where that's coming from because the, <laughs> the three of us all came from sports backgrounds too. I mean, obviously you meet a lot of different people at every haunt. Um, we know plenty of people from Fright Fest, for instance, who don't have a sports background. They just have whatever other background. But everyone I think that Blaze has interviewed so far has mentioned how they have a sports background. I'm thinking right. Tweak. I'm thinking Carter. So every single one of us, you know, and definitely, it definitely does help because there's, um, there's, there's an acting, you know, acting has a lot to do with, with haunt and scare acting, but there also is a lot of a physical a- aspect that people don't realize as well mm-hmm. and the toll that it takes on your body. So I, I 100% agree. Right, right. Star, do you remember your first day at um, Horror Nights? Yes, I do. What Can do you, you want to know about it? <laughs> I, I want to know, like, what, like, what was going on? Like, what, what did you? Okay. Well, like I said earlier, um, I, I, we kind of got cattle called in, um, and they gave us a break. They put, played us a PowerPoint of like what safe scaring is, and. Um, pretty much I had no idea what I was getting into but um they threw me in I was in Crimson Peak my first no I was in my break room was right behind Crimson Peak so Crimson Peak was the first maze I ever went into but they had me um and my sister they 
they created a scare zone downstairs in the metro lots called scare zone five and we were purge uh we were just like purge um anarchy characters and i have never like they were like okay like we go out there and we we like do our own little opening ceremony i had no idea what their own little i didn't know what opening ceremony was they just they were like we like go together and we hype each other up and we act like we're gonna go ready to kill people and then we all like scream purge and then we go run and just just start murdering people so i'm literally like okay so i just they're just like don't hit anyone and start murdering people i'm like all right like i'm just getting thrown into this but i didn't think you know like you don't think you're scary but you have this whole get up on they put you in clothes they give you the mask they give you a prop and then you just go swing at someone and they cower <laughs> they cower to the floor and you're like oh my god like i am this is I literally have power right now. This is crazy. <laughs> you know, you really, such a fun you, feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you mm -hmm. now this? This might be a harder question. Do you remember your first scare? So, seeing how it seems like you, you have a pretty vivid memory of that first day. Do you remember the very first person you scared? I don't remember my first scare, but I remember the first time. And this is in the same set. I remember the first time that I made someone fall, and that was like. The, this it was this girl in the middle of the group and there and um characters would tell you you know you'll figure out who to scare like you'll figure out which one is going to be the the one to scare and i just chose the one right in the middle and i went to stab her like it's i went to stab this woman I went to stab her um <laughs> And she literally acted like I stabbed her. She started screaming. <laughs> she like held her stomach to the point where I thought that I, I thought that I heard her. I'm like, I didn't touch her, did I? But she started screaming, like wailing on the floor. Every, and her friends were trying to pick her up. And I'm just like, I'm looking at her. And I'm just kind of standing there in awe of the fact that I've dropped this human being. And my sister comes up from behind me and just like grabs my arm and like brings me away. because. They told us to what they call scare and scram, which is scare someone and then run away. Like, don't be around too long. Don't linger. Um, and she grabbed me and she ran me away. And she was like, that was amazing. And I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm hooked. Like, this is, this is otherworldly. Um, but don't even get me started about my first night with a chainsaw. Like, that's... Oh. You feel like Moses. You're parting the water. Like, you, you turn on the saw and people just, like... Yeah, people. It's just the run. sound and the smell, just like right away, it just gets you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a question about um, like scare school. Like, do they give you like a bio on your character, or do they just give you like an essential like, hey, this is how you scare, and then go do it? Um, they give you a general, um. They give you your your character, and if you don't, in this thing called Scare Academy, when the creative, uh, the whole creative panel goes up and explains every character, you kind of pay attention there. And then when you get your character, you um, you have that in mind while you're at this uh, like scare rehearsal, and they tell you, you know, scare inside of this area and they put cones in the middle of the area so that just don't touch the cone um and they have you 
they're like, okay, but what, think about your character. So they pretty much are just making, forcing you to mentally be your character before you have a costume on, before you have anything on, like just to kind of mentally get yourself there. And then when you add the costume and the mask and all the makeup, it kind of just falls into place. Um, something to add on to that. Um, when you're, if you are not following a character guideline or um, like, or the right character, or you're not doing what the creative uh, panel wants you to do, they'll usually give you notes and um, like take you aside and say, you know, uh, why don't you stare like this or have more energy um, at the beginning of the maze versus the end, or, you know, like they'll, they'll give you creative notes to kind of keep within the IP of that maze or zone. Sweet. Um, something, something I think is kind of cool uh, about how, uh, Horror Nights does things is I've heard experiences where people just don't really fit the character they've been given or like they don't, you know, they end up not liking it or not relating to it. Um, have you ever done this where like you said midway through the season, like I want to switch or even after a couple nights been like, I want to switch characters or have you known people that have done that? Um, yeah, actually, I, I've never done this, but um, I think I would have last year if I ended up um, not being in pool. Um, but my sister was in a um, Mrs. Claus costume. And I guess like with her frame, her body frame and the way that the mask was, the mask kept popping out of her costume. So it just like it didn't look right. It didn't feel right. Um, she just didn't feel right in that character because the costume kept, it didn't look, it didn't look correct. So she just felt uncomfortable. Um, and she spoke up and she said something. Okay. That's pretty cool. Thank so you. she got to actually switch to a new character. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're honestly really, really cool about, um, concerns and uh questions comments like if something doesn't work for you like they'll really try to work with you um you know to to make you feel comfortable that's cool because that is really i mean cool. being making sure that their entertainers are comfortable i think most haunts definitely don't do that as far as like they just don't have the the resources or the you know the spots mm -hmm. available and stuff like that to like actually allow you to switch i I know for sure, like every year people are asking me personally or the last blaze or Nate, they'll be like, Hey, can you guys like talk to someone? Because like, I just, I really think that like this, this prosthetic isn't working. It's like, you know, they're just trying to constantly yeah. switch. Right. But I mean, you can tell when someone wants to switch because they don't like where they are and so, or someone wants to switch because it's like, uh, making them uncomfortable or like, you know, the costume isn't working for them or something kind of, a legit reason why versus right. like not being happy with like the place that you're at. Yeah, That's a good point. Cause I know plenty of people that are, that got mazes that would rather be in a scare zone. I was one of them at first when I got um, Blumhouse um, kiss me, I was like, wow, like I'm not in a scare zone. Like, that's whack but then i realized that i got a whole zone to myself and i was like this is it <laughs> yeah. like this is it I that i remember that whole little like outdoor yeah in, indoor outdoor area you have oh man yeah, that, was, that really cool. was beautiful that was a work of art yeah it was fun that was a, that was a fun year i like that i like that maze a lot it was a cool concept mm -hmm. kind of having an outside indoor part outside and then inside part as well I right say. 
Yeah, that um, that year was honestly the best gang of people because we had like we were the biggest maze. We had like seventy people, but it was cool because at the beginning of the night, we would have this thing called um, hide and seek or like <laughs> like hide and scare, pretty much. And there were some people that like some of us would walk through and we'd be guests, and um, some people, the people who were hiding would just try to find new hiding spots in that little um, zone because we had complete free range. As long as we were outside with the chainsaws, we had complete roam, like range of that outside area. So we would go yeah. and like find the smallest little cracks to like pop out of. And then, you know, like it was, it was such a good way for us to get um, a feel for our zone, like just 10 minutes, like scare and scare, yeah. like scare and seek, you know? That's cool. So your first year, um, you were in Insidious, right? And then um, you were, so like the Purge was also, in 2017, it was was like a, you know, like a hybrid, like outside, inside maze. Mm -hmm. Um, And out of the like scare zones and mazes, like which one do you prefer? Out of all of the years that I've done it, I really enjoyed Purge Gauntlet in 2016. The reason being, um, it wasn't a maze. It was a guided scare zone. So there wasn't really a line ever. Um, I There wasn't like this conga line that would like back up and people would just be standing around like not knowing where to go. Like it was kind of free roaming and like people would like, some of our favorite people would come through like 20 times in a night, like just because there was no line. Um, and like, I just felt free I could do what I wanted um there weren't that many like um PAs or security guards like they're watching everything so it was kind of like this like fun little area that we could kind of get away with doing what we wanted a little bit so that's probably why I think it's my favorite that was down in the lower lot wasn't it or like uh the like the metropolitan area um the purge gauntlet was actually up in oh, the upper lot. that's right. <laughs> it was in the plaza. It was uh-huh. in the plaza, exactly. And I, I actually vividly remember that. That was one of um, my favorite things, actually, from Horror Nights in the last few years was the, was the Purge Gauntlet, like the Gauntlet of Fear or whatever it was called. It was yeah. great. I, I, I love that concept there. It was like the lines were super long, and like I wanted the break. I remember going through that at least three or four times. Exactly. It was super exactly. cool, yeah. And people just like loved it. And because of that, like, you felt the energy, like people were hyped that there weren't lines. They're like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. like, we could just walk right through there. And we're all like, we're out in the plaza, like bringing people in, like trying to be like, come on, party with us, you know? And it was, <laughs> yeah. it was so great. It was so great. That, that definitely hypes people up too. Um, I, I've always noticed that in the very beginning of the night, uh, it's a lot easier to scare somebody when the, the event first starts, like, you know, right when it hits seven o'clock mm-hmm. or whenever you guys decide to start. Um, people are much more likely to, to get scared. You get a lot more people dropping on the ground, a lot more screamers. You right. Know, it, you, you, can, you can do a lot less. And I've noticed as the night goes on, people start to get harder and harder to scare. Either they're desensitized to like, you know, what's going on around them, or maybe they're just tired too. And that happens for me too. Cause like, you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest, you know, toughest, brave person ever in the world. You know, I get scared too. When I go through like Horror Nights mazes, you know, I, I jump a little bit. I definitely mm-hmm. jump more in the beginning of the night. And then as I'm standing around the lines, the longer I'm in the line, the less hyped I am to <laughs> finally go through a maze. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a combination of both of those things. You're desensitized to all the lights, the sounds, and you're tired. Like, you've been walking. The park is big. You know, people are 
over it. People have been through their night, their drinks and whatever that may be like, it's kind of hard, but you know, we like to keep the energy up regardless. Definitely. And that's funny. Like, hold on. Like going off of what Nate said, like you ever get those guests that like are so pissed off, like they're just (laughs) walking around with their hands like folded and just like, they just don't want to be there anymore. I think that's the Mm -hmm. funniest thing like to me. Mm -hmm. Oh, it is. I'm just like, dude, you're not working like i'm working over here and <laughs> yeah, no you're tra- you, like you paid to be here you're this is funny like this is funny to me you paid to be here like <laughs> you could be having a good time i i have a question star so you you mentioned but like a little while ago you said so you said really not like these events and like con events and they really scared you when you were young Mm-hmm. Um, have you have you found a new appreciation for haunts and do you do you enjoy going to them now that you've worked through them and kind of see how they work from the inside? Yes, absolutely. Like I said, the, it is a complete lifestyle change. Like I have masks in my room. I everything everything in my life <laughs> has something to do with haunts. Um, but it, it's it's ob- obviously given me such a great appreciation for other haunts um, and other Halloween events. Um, I appreciate the sets. I appreciate how hard the actors are working. You know, when I see someone crouched down in a corner popping up constantly, I'm like, get it. Like you're, you're working hard, you know, like you kind of have that appreciation because you know how hard it is to be out there, um, to, to deal with people, to deal with, um, guests, you know, all of those, all of those factors, and it's just, I can just appreciate it. Um, not to mention the beauty, um, the beauty, the the sets, the, the creative mind behind everything. Um, even the shows, like seeing the entertainment, um, how that's all set up, like what's seeing the differences every year, you know? Um, it's, it's something I look forward to every year and like, I will look forward to it for the rest of my life. So definitely. Yeah. Going back, you, you mentioned like your that one lady that you scared, like you thought you stabbed her. Was that your best scare? Hmm, no. Or like, do you remember your favorite scare of all time? Um, I there's a there's a couple of really good scares um, from the years, but there was this one in particular um, scare. It was t- 2017 uh, Horrors of Blumhouse. And um, my partner and I, Erica, we, it was two girls. As soon as you walk in, the two like um, bling girls from uh, Purge election year were there with their chainsaws. And um, there was this last set that was 15 minutes long and we were just tired. Our chainsaws are heavy by the end of the night. And um, we found this extra shovel, um, this extra prop shovel. And we would push back this mannequin that was in our zone and one of us would hop in there the other one would put the saw chainsaw down hop in there um with the shovel and just statue and we were getting people to drop at you know two in the morning this is the last like the last 15 minutes people have already been through every maze and they're just like you know making their last little rounds blumhouse is like the top maze in plaza so they're just going to hit that one last time before they leave. And no one's expecting this amazing scare. They're just expecting the chainsaws. So I've just never seen so many drops, like one after the other, like after the other. It was just so cool to <laughs> surprise the people that were going through 
the maze that had already been through the maze a bunch of times. And like, it was to the point where people would go through at the end of the night and they would see what time it was, the last 15 minute set, and they would bring their friends through so that we could get their friends. <laughs> That's so, probably my favorite. So being in Hollywood, like you guys get a lot of like celebrity traffic through there. What's been your favorite celebrity scare? Um, okay. Well, I have I have two good celebrity interactions. One of them is amazing because he's awesome, Seth Green. Um, he he can't, he comes every year and he's just so hyped. You know, he ha- he comes with his own little crew, like no security. He's just hyped for the event. Like he's there to have a good time and he's not there for Instagram or pictures or anything like that. Like he just genuinely enjoys the event. And the year of 2017, again, Purge uh, Blumhouse, he can- comes through and he sees that it's Purge and he just freaks out. He starts dancing around. He's like, Purge! I love Purge! And, and like, I'm just screaming with him. We're just like, woo, Purge! Yeah, Purge, Purge, Purge! <laughs> and we're just like, hi- literally hyping each other up like before a football game. Like, we're, at this point, we're literally like jumping into shoulder, we're shouldering each other, like, Purge! Yeah, Purge! Like, pushing each other back and forth. And he's just like, I love you guys. And we're just like, I love you too. Like, Seth Green, thanks for coming through. And then he just walked through and that was it. Like, I, it was <laughs> just so incredible. Like, And that hyped me up for the whole season. So I'm just like, okay. Then my second celebrity interaction is kind of funny because I trolled him. Um, I don't know if you guys know who Casper Smart is. He He's a dancer. He dated Jennifer Lopez. Um, but he came through and we're not allowed to take pictures with anyone unless we are specifically told we're taking pictures with this person. So he comes through and he's just grabbing my collar, like, take a picture with me, take a picture with me. Um, And I'm looking at him. He's like, yeah, like, come on, I'm Casper smart. Like I'm a dancer. Take a picture with me. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Like, I know exactly who you are. Like, this is, this is a lot. So I was like, I was like in my, no I couldn't say words so I was just like I kind of like motioned for him to come over to this picture area and I'm like oh yeah like come on and I like and I start running and I ran I ran I'm like come on come on come on I'm like keep up with me his him and his whole group run to the front of the park and I'm like uh picture picture one two three and then I'm like ah no 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 this is not good and then I take them to another I run down like down the whole way like past Starbucks taken to another picture um picture opportunity i'm like mm, this is not good either like ah, come on come on like another one i take him to another <laughs> photo op and finally i when i like sit there and like stand there for the picture with them they go one two three and i turn on my chainsaw and i just ran away i ran really fast. <laughs> they, they didn't follow me at all oh no <laughs> but i like you know i just like took them around for like five minutes like no this isn't good like come on like let's find another one we'll take a good picture. <laughs> that's so funny yeah that one was a it's, good one it's little antics like that that like i just have fun with that that's a, that's a really good one they make that you is. so happy they make you so <laughs> happy that's that's funny you know it's not something weird i'm not sure if it happens at horror nights too but at fright fest we have quite a few guests each night i'm not even joking you at least two to three different guests each night that come up to me and they go hey do you know where you know insert ride name right. here they go right. you know, like oh where's superman or whatever xyz things and i'm like always thinking to myself 
like why like do you understand like what i'm doing right now like it's right not, we're not chatting i'm not like here to like show you around the park you can ask any of the security guards anybody else it's not like one of the performers i don't get it mm -hmm. but you know one of the fun things as a clown i've done is similar to what you were just describing where i've i've tried to see how long i can take a guest around my whole scare zone <laughs> in a loop because there's, there's two ways in and out so i'll take them around and around and see how many times before they go wait a second what's going on here my record is three. Oh my god <laughs> and they think you're taking them to where they want to go yeah yeah and i'm just oh taking them in a god, giant loop that is amazing <laughs> Yeah, little little trolls like that just make you so happy. Um, there was this one, we called it the Hammer Troll, and um, this one song would come on, and we would all do a headbang when it when the song dropped, and um, it would come on at like eleven thirty. So everyone in Scare Zone One would get together in a big circle, and we would do the headbang, and then on, and then we would just kind of stand around, and we would create a crowd. We'd bring everyone together. We'd try to hype everyone up. We're like, yeah, yeah, get together. Come on, come on. Get your phones out. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. The second drop comes around. We're all, like, hyped up for it. And as soon as it drops, we literally just walk away like normal people. And everyone just walks away. And the crowd is just like, <laughs> what did we just wait, like, three minutes and 30 seconds for? <laughs> That one's good because there's like 40 characters on set and we're all just getting everyone hyped. It is the funniest thing. That's really funny. <laughs> uh, what would you say is your like your funniest scare moment? Hmm. Funniest scare moment. I, okay, I don't, I can't necessarily pinpoint one for me, but I know a, the, the funniest haunt moment from one of our seasons was this. I don't know if I can say this. Go but, for it. Um, someone hacked one of the iPads, one of the wait time <laughs> iPads. Oh, you know what I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm going to say. Do okay. it. Yes. Go okay, for it. So someone hacked the story wait time iPad and they put on a pornographic film. And um, it's funny because. I had friends in the park that night and they Snapchatted me and I, you know, I got the Snapchat within five minutes and I turned to my friend who was the area supervisor. I'm like, Dan, like, how funny is that? Did you see this, what someone did to the iPad? And he's like, what? And I show it to him and he just started running. He starts calling someone on the walkie talkie. Like he had no idea that this was happening and it was up for like 10 more minutes after that. Like he, like, I'm the one that told him. So after that, I had security come and, like, ask me, like, where did you see it on social media and all of this stuff. And, like, I'm in my costume up at the security control the control room, and they're trying to find the person that, that <laughs> did this. So they have me up there, and they're like, where did you find this on social media? I'm like, it's everywhere on social media. Anyone that's here is putting it on their story. Like, you can't get rid of this. They're like, how do we get rid of it? I'm like, you can't. Like, you don't understand that this is going to live on. And so, yeah, I, I got to help them track down this person that uh, hacked the screen. And it was really easy, apparently. <laughs> That's so funny. Did you guys caught you. him? They caught him, yeah. No I know exactly way. What he looks like. That's I know exactly crazy. what he looks like. Yep. 
How Yikes. did they get, did he get like banned for life or what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no way. No. <laughs> yeah. They're I'm lucky you. they didn't um press charges, but Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. that's crazy that's so funny i want to tell you a story so one season um i think i was on exile my third year back and um so we're scaring and all of a sudden like, you hear on the radio like this kid had brought in like a <laughs> he brought in like a his mom's or something oh man <laughs> and he was like swinging around in the scare zone and we're like what the what the hell how did he even like bring that in yep <laughs> it's like yep i think we all know there's only one place he could have hit it yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh man but he's like showing like the scare actors like hey like flashing them and i'm like what oh, no man. that must have been a surprise <laughs> what a weird movie. Wow. do you guys yeah. remember that yeah i remember hearing about it and never got to see it <laughs> i mean fortunately fortunately i never got to see it <laughs> I don't know how I'd respond. I would just be like, that would that would completely take me out of the moment too. I'd be like, just what right. am I looking at? Right. You're like, like I, um... I would not have been able to keep character for sure. That would have made me break. Honestly, I, that would have made me broke too. Like, I thought that was like the funniest thing all night. Like, I think the kid, I think the kid was like 14 or something, and like he had to call his mom to come pick him up. Imagine telling that story, like, mom, like I got it. <laughs> What'd you get in trouble yeah. for? Imagine security explaining that to your mom. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, someone these kids like had gotten a wheelchair to like skip the line or whatever, and um, as soon as they'd get into a maze, like the guy would get up out of the wheelchair and they'd push an empty wheelchair and walk the guy. So I saw an empty wheelchair and I just hopped in it because, <laughs> you know, we need brakes and stuff. So I hopped in the chair and, you know, I had a chainsaw in my lap. So I started the chainsaw and I was in the chair and the chain chainsaw was on. But, you know, that okay. sounds like us. I know, honestly. <laughs> just like just ever so gently pushing the limits, like ever so gently. Sure. Well, definitely, it definitely makes it more memorable for the, the guests going through, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like, those guys are never going to forget pushing you through the, the maze or the scare zone. Right. In a wheelchair, right. you know, they're not <laughs> right. going to forget that. Exactly. I, I don't know if I'll use this, but um, there's been times where, like, I'll be scaring in our scare zone and I'll look over and I see, like, two clowns, like, holding on to the back of like ECVs those like the motorized uh, uh-huh. wheelchairs <laughs> and they'll do like races and I'm like what are you guys yeah. doing oh, yeah. Yeah, I, have, I have the like the people like the wastels or whatever you want to call them I'll have them tow me like through my entire scare zone because we have our, our sliding gear on so I'll have them just tow me I'm like, oh, go, go, go. oh that's amazing give me a little ride <laughs> we also amazing. we also uh do a thing sometimes star where we'll we'll grab a couple guests you know obviously it's safely of course and with permission from the the people they're with but we'll, we'll if a guest is in a wheelchair we'll be like here we'll, let me let me push them for a little bit 
right? <laughs> and uh, Matt and I, I know, I know uh, Blaze done with us a few times a few weeks ago. Like, you know, this is before a West Coast racer, that roller coaster opened up. We're like, this is West mm-hmm. Coast racers. And we'd, we'd wheel them around and like race them and stuff. And yeah, that was racing a Racing people in their wheelchairs. Yeah. For, for not only their entertainment, but our entertainment as well. Oh, yeah. We all <laughs> They'll never forget that, too. Like, that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. That's hilarious. What about scaring fails? Do you have any of those? Um, I do. Uh, I have a couple of scaring fails. Uh, let's see. It, I have a lot of stories from Purge Blumhouse, but in Blumhouse, that car was covered completely in Christmas lights. And um, my sister was scaring right next to me. And she goes after someone and realized that her shoe is caught completely in these Christmas lights. And like, she just oh, rips, no. rips the Christmas lights, like just, yeah, rips through the Christmas lights, exposing wire and all that good stuff. Um, but um, a fail for me, we were doing an empl- a special like preview night. Um, so it was super light out really early in the day and there was like no, no one. Like we were probably going to see about like 50 to 60 people max throughout the whole evening. So we're all kind of like lax in the, in the maze, like not really expecting anyone. And our supervisors like were letting us know when people were coming through. So we would be ready. Um, so no one came, no supervisor came through or anything. And like I said, I get super scared easily. I'm like turned around, not in character at all. And I turn around and like a universal employee is like walking through, just trying to get video of like the maze. And I turn around and I scream right in his camera, like right in his camera. Like (laughs) I, I was not scary at all. He scared, he scared me. He scared the crap out of me. And I just screamed and I had no idea who he is, who he was. I just like walked away from him. And then the next day my supervisor was like, oh yeah, like one of the light guys was like walking through and he showed me the video of you screaming in his face. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'm really spooky. I swear. (laughs) Um, Here's, I have a question. So when you're, you're scaring in a scare zone over at HHN, um, are you guys told to avoid universal employees like janitors or like maintenance crew or anything, or is it like kind of fair game for anybody? Um, we are not told to avoid them, but it's kind of common courtesy to generally avoid them. Um, I, I have scared janitors and PAs on accident like yeah, just, that's my next just based off just based <laughs> off you know you kind of work like you do the yeah. peripheral and like the shadow work and it's like all right I'm going after whoever that is but you're and you just scare them because they're not used to people going after them so it's like sorry my bad <laughs> yeah that, that definitely happens like especially when you're mm-hmm. weaving through a crowd and you're not really oh working, yeah you're just kind of you're just kind of moving mm-hmm. just kind of <laughs> just sometimes happens mm-hmm. absolutely that's kind of funny, though. They need it sometimes. Like, wake them up throughout the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah. They're probably like, oh, man, I'm here. It's midnight. I usually go home at, like, 9, and then they get scared. Right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Maybe this isn't so bad after all. Exactly. <laughs> For you guys, like, is it also, like, a common courtesy, like, not to go after, like, John Murdy, or does he encourage to, like, um, try to scare him? That's funny. Okay. <laughs> At- 
the fact that I've I've worked there for more than two years, I don't scare John Murdy. I just like make sure I'm in character and like I mean if no one else is around yeah I'll scare him but um for the most part I don't really like my first couple years like you want to like impress him but it's like he doesn't he's just he's taking whoever he's taking through he doesn't I don't feel like he cares necessarily but there was a time that I scared him and he (laughs) called me out after and he was like he was like kiss me got me and I was just like perfect that's all I need (laughs) Good job for for anybody for anybody out there listening to the the podcast too. John Murdy is like the head honcho at Horror Nights. If you're mm-hmm. wondering who that is, he's like the head of creative and like the main guy over there. Yes, sir. That's so funny. Our spooky uh, father. <laughs> Hallowed be his name. <laughs> oh, he would love to hear you say that. <laughs> is he around off like around to like take yes, notes okay. also or? Yeah, he, well, he moved to Ireland last year, so last year he really wasn't around that much, but every, uh, like, he was around more than I would expect for someone living overseas, but every year before that, he was, he's there all the time, like, in 2016, like, he would, his, uh, our, our scare, our, like, break space was his favorite, so he'd always come through, and, like, he would come in and, like, eat our potluck with us and like he's super cool like um it's cool to like when he was around but last year it was kind of like the last two years have he kind of has been a little bit more distant I would say I see like there's like a funny story me and Nate actually like caught him I think it was like the last night of HHN was it Nate so I think so either last night or was one of the one of the near the end of the event it, yeah, it's turns in, like, and I was like, oh, man, there's John Murray. Like, let's go get a picture. And, like, we go up to him. And we're like, hey, can we get a picture? And he's like, yeah, sure. And, like, he had the most unenthusiastic face I've yeah. ever seen. Like, I, I it was just exactly like, I'm so over this. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> the face he's making. <laughs> it's one here. I have a really hilarious story about, about John Murray, too, is that, I mean, he, he, one thing I will say about him is he can definitely take a joke because, one time at Midsummer Scream, he was walking around with some other people from Universal, and I was there performing with a couple guys from Fright Fest, and we convinced one of our friends who was dressed like a clown, we gave him a flyer, and we're like, <laughs> we, we, we dare you to go give this, ha- ha- get hired as for a job at Six Flags. It was a flyer that said, <laughs> now hiring Six Flags, like Fright Fest. We're like, walk up and hand it to him, and he goes, I, he goes, I, I can't do it, I can't do it. We're like, do it. So he goes, okay. So he walked up with a Six Flags flyer <laughs> and goes, hey, sir, you look like you're out of a job. Here, you need to take this. And John Murray, he, he took it out of his hand, looked at it, smiled, and then handed it back and didn't say a word and kept walking. And it was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. That's awesome. Remember that. That is awesome. <laughs> you look like you need a job. Are you interested yeah. in haunts? Hey, do you like haunts? It looks like you probably could use a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, and our our director knows him too. When he found out about that, he's like, "Come on, guys!" He's like, come "Yeah, on. come on, guys." He thought it was funny though too. Yeah, it's all funny. good fun, you know. All good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, has there been any like injuries throughout the years? Um, definite injuries. I mean, holding that chainsaw, it's when it's full, it's like fourteen to fifteen pounds. So I mean, you're whipping around a saw on the right side of your body for you know, hours 
through hours throughout the night. And um, eventually, you know, your back starts to hurt. You get bruises all over your legs. You know, people are kind of like, you can't wear shorts because people question like what's going on in your life because of all the bruises. Let's see. I personally, well, I had mentioned those Christmas lights in Blumhouse um, because they had been torn and like wires had been exposed. I got electrocuted. No, was, um, no. Yeah, I was leaning up against, um, I was going to scare, I was leaning up against the fence, and as soon as I, like, my, because uh, I was wearing a corset, my whole arm was out, and, you know, I'm sweaty, my body leaned up against that, and I just got jolted. It wasn't too bad, but, you know, I got a good jolt, and um, Universal was great about it. They they sent me to occupational health right away, um, and they fixed, you know, they had, they sent someone in to fix it right away, like to fix the exposed wire. But um, people were like playing like Electric Avenue and like <laughs> all of these like electric songs the next day, like at Scarebase, like people were just like have like an electric like playlist. And there, you know, people were just kind of like laughing about it. It was, it was totally fine. I wasn't too hurt, but it was, it was more funny. I just, yeah, got electrocuted. <laughs> no big deal. I have a question. To, I have a question to go back um, a little bit. It was a while back, but um, like as far as like the celebrities when they come through, is there like do's and don'ts with them or? No, honestly, um, it's kind of lame because they get to do whatever they want. Like, there were, there were times where, uh, you know, you'd get pulled aside and say, like, hey, you know, the celebrity's coming through. Um, I'm going to hold you here, and we're going to take professional pictures. Um, and, like, the celebrity will, like, jump on a scare actor or, like, grab Ugh. their face and, like, kiss mm. them or pull their costume and things like that where it's, like, they could just kind of do whatever, but, like, we just got to stay in character and look scary, you know? Like, and no one no one really talks about it. It's, like... No one, no one corrects them, you know? Yeah. And then the rest uh, of the night, it's like a mess. Have there been any, like, uh, dumb guest interactions? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think you guys know the answer to this one. Uh, <laughs> always, always, every night, you know, I just, I like to personally brush them off. Um, I know that there's a point where you can tell you know, if this is intentional or if this is, like, a reaction in terms of, like, uh, getting physical. But um, I would say the most dumb, I had my chainsaw, and this, the chainsaw is a real chainsaw. The only thing that's not real about it is the fact that there's no chain on it. Like, it's from Home Depot. It's a gas power. There's an engine on it. The engine gets extremely hot. And if you put your hand on it, it will give you a second or third degree burn. Like no matter what, I've burnt myself through leather chainsaw gloves on this thing. So um, I've had I've had a guest go to grab my chainsaw and put their hand like right on the metal part and just burn themselves like. And it's like, I feel really bad because I know how much that hurts. But it's like, don't go to, like, don't grab me. Don't try to touch me. Like, you know, they're trying to um, take my chainsaw away from me. And they ended up, like, really hurting themselves. Dumb. So yeah, dumb. It's, um, it's... Um, I got two questions. They're kind of, they go together. Um, 
What's been your favorite maze of all time? And what's been your favorite scare zone of all time? Okay. Favorite maze is definitely insidious into the further to 2015. Um, it was just beautiful. That maze, like, do you guys remember that maze at all? Yes, I do. Yes. Well, that was the first so... year they had insidious, correct? Yes. Yeah, that Nate's was one of my favorite maze of all time. I'd have to I say. spectacular. Nate I was in Missouri at the time. Oh man, it was so so cool, and and being and ending up in that maze, I I at that the end of that year, it, I just have such a such a special part in my heart for that maze. Like, um, it was just so well done, and the actors in it, the everything about that was just like. Um, it just gave me such a good taste of Horror Nights as a whole in terms of um, the maze as a family and um, the maze being like a fan favorite and everything on the lines of that. Like it, it just all good vibes from Insidious into the further. That's great. Yeah, yeah that that maze was a uh, that maze definitely holds a special place in my heart, too. I, mm -hmm. I love the movie as well. That's one of my favorite horror movies is the Same. first Insidious. So that maze, not only did I love the maze because it was based off the movie, I had a hilarious experience where we, Matt and I were going through and I think, I don't know what happened, but I got separated and I was, it's the only time in my whole life where I've gone through a maze completely by myself. I'm not sure how it even happened, but he was like two or three rooms behind me and I was just walking through completely by myself and I got absolutely just shredded by every single actor in the entire maze. Hell and yeah. it was, it might've been, it might've been you. <laughs> For all I know, you could have been one of the people too. So that's you know, really one, like of, one of the best experiences of my life. So I, I watched that. I got to watch. I wasn't, I wasn't as far back. I wasn't like multiple rooms. I was just like maybe 12 feet or so. And I just got to watch Nate, the group. What happened was the group in front of him. He actually got like separated by the, the line queue personnel and mm -hmm. So he was first in and then we just kind of the rest of our group just kind of sat back just for fun just to watch. And so it was like watching a movie. It was just like it was like watching a YouTube video of like when you watch a, a POV of a maze. Yeah, it was that, it was just getting that experience, just watching Nate go through and every single <laughs> actor just in his face. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's oh, there was so a room happy. I remember too. It was funny because there was a room that was in the very end of that maze with the the people with the burlap sack over them, and they're sitting on the oh, benches. Yeah. Uh -huh. And there was there was two burlap sack people among the dummies, and there was also one of the lady in the black in yep, strobe lights in a strobe light scare in that room as well. And I walked through, and I was like, okay, I know some of these dummies are gonna be real. And at this point, Matt and the rest of the group had been right behind me. But every single dummy, every single one of the burlap sack people and the lady in black all targeted me, even though there's multiple people in that room. I got hit by all three. And it was just the funniest things. I was like, even when we're all together and there's multiple actors, I still got hit by every single one. So, yeah, it, it was so funny. It really made for a memorable experience. That's for sure. That I, was I my that favorite. Maze. Yeah, that was my favorite scare, actually. I like attribute that exact room to me like being able to tune into a character because I loved black I was I was so hyped that Diamond and I were the only female black brides and I just loved being in the dress and I just remember like 
feeling like I could be in touch with a character in that room because of people's reactions to it. So like, that's awesome to hear it from that perspective. Um, yeah, funny story about Insidious. Um, we had a little name for it called Insidious. Uh, because, <laughs> um, it smelled like poop for a long time. And like, no one really understood what, what happened. Like, what is going on? It smells like poop. And there was poop in one of the hides. And we're like, dude, someone took a poo in their hide. What is going on? Someone took a poo in their hide. Um, And then it happened again. And then someone found out that it was actually like raccoons or like some kind of animal that like came in and like took a poop. But like we were thinking that someone, like one of the black brides was taking a poo in their hide. So we called it insidious. That's so funny. I, I can only imagine just being in like the breaker and being like, all right, who did it? Who well, pooped yeah. in the hole? Like, who was it? Who like, everyone, everyone accusing it? each other. Just I don't know. It's, pretty it's suspicious. okay. We won't, we won't be mad. Just tell us. Like, you know, we're just trying to get someone to tell us. We just yeah. want to understand what's going on. <laughs> I would have been going around like saying like, I would have been going around saying like, oh, John Murray just installed like one of those uh, sank cannons or something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, I think it just, it's part of the show. Right, it is. You ended up thinking that. Okay, second part of your question was what my favorite um, scare zone was. And it's got to be exterminators. I yeah. loved exterminators, those go-go dancers, the characters. Um I actually got to play a role that night uh, that att- at that scare zone one night in 2015. Um, I was an exterminator with like the mist pack on my back. Yes. And I, I was so excited because I got to spray people. I'm like, yeah, I get to spray people in the face. Like, this is awesome. That thing was so heavy. But I'm spraying people in the face and um, I, I feel like a big slap on my back, like a big slap. I'm like, oh my God, I just got hit. And I turn around and it's a stilt walker. And he's like, hey man, hey man, don't don't spray that thing. Like, stop spraying that thing. It doesn't like it like you're getting it all over the floor. And then I realize that like when I spray it, when I let go, like to turn it off, it doesn't cut off automatic, like right away. It kind of bleeds out and like the mist just slows down and slowly stops. So I would spray someone and put my arm down and I'd be getting the floor. So He's like, man, you're getting the floor wet. Like, stop. And he thought I was a guy. So I, like, look up at him, and I just, I sprayed him in the face. I sprayed him in the face, and I ran away. <laughs> and um, and I, I was just like, you know, I'm just, like, being in character and trying to be funny. But in hindsight, I really realized, like, that was so, it's so dangerous to, like, have water on the floor with a stilt walker around. Like, if I saw that, I would get a PA and have someone dry it off. You know, like, now that I'm a little bit more experienced, like, I know that, like, it was, that attitude was warranted. But I just, I didn't appreciate being hit, so I just sprayed him in the face because I wanted to. But, um, (laughs) yeah, Exterminators is such a great scare zone. That's that's awesome. You know, it's funny because um, in our podcast the first episode actually we were talking about favorite scare zones of all time from the the different parks and i think matt actually brought up exterminators but we him and i have both agreed that that was actually one of our favorite scare zones from any park of all time oh my gosh yes that's awesome i I even mentioned i even mentioned in the first episode how uh i got sprayed down by two bugs with the mist sprayers 
<laughs> and I I left that scare zone being way more wet than I should have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was so funny. Like like seriously, like such good ex- I, again, it's all about experience too. It'll really make or break uh, you know, these mm-hmm. these different mazes or scare zones. And that really it was just such a funny thing. Be like, I was like, wow, you would have you would have thought I got off of like Jurassic Park the ride or something. <laughs> really? Those misters were unforgiving. <laughs> <laughs> like Universal, it goes hand in hand to get like anything like sprayed. sprayed. Yeah, sprayed, oh, yeah. mist, splashed, like it, mm-hmm. it's just like everything there, you get you're gonna get wet. Everything. There's always gonna be water <laughs> in your face at some point of each attraction. You just need to accept it. You're gonna get water in the face. <laughs> And you start so bringing out, like a poncho or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going off of your favorite mazes and, and scare zones? Um, if you could create anything, like it was up to you, what would you put into uh, Horror Nights, either a maze or a scare zone? Is there a property or something that you have been thinking for a long time should be there? Yes, I have. Um, I want an all-female chainsaw scare zone. Oh. Like, I want some, like, like either, like, Harajuku, like, neon, like, killer, zombie, clown, like, girl group just going hard on people. Like, <laughs> I, I need, like, there's just so many badass female performers at Universal that, I would love to just highlight and I just think that's that would be so cool if if you entered scare zone one and there's two go-go like two go-go girls and then all female and like the fire tower I just think it would be so awesome that man that sound I could I could I'm already picturing that and like I'm getting chills right now (laughs) what about you what about you guys like real quick like if you guys could build one what, what would you do at Universal Oh, nice. Um, I think me personally, I've been, I, I mean, you guys tell me if it sounds silly, but I've been pitching this for a long time to Nate every <laughs> right fast or something like that. I, I've been wanting to see a maze for years. That's just, um, it's just animal themed. Um, <laughs> yeah, and been talking about this. <laughs> animals. I mean, it's not just animals in the maze, but there, there's, there, we'll definitely put a theme around it, but essentially the, the scares in the maze aren't they're not like some kind of mutant animals or anything like that it's just legit animals and just big cowls and big puppets and stuff like that and it's mm. it could maybe be like a escape safari or something like along those lines but i don't know if you guys have ever gone to the zoo and just like looked into the eyes of like a baboon mm-hmm. or like a mandrel mm-hmm. or something <laughs> or like on the other side of the glass of the gorilla or something like that it's just like, oh my gosh, that tiger is just like so free. I've always wanted to see that. And it would be like yeah. such a a sense of realism in this maze yes. because these are real creatures that really exist. And like my favorite maze fear. of all time, or probably one of them, was the thing. I don't know if you guys remember yes. the thing. Utilized so many, so many puppets and like half half cowl characters or full body cast characters. I just think that would work perfect for animals, but I don't know. Maybe totally. it's silly. No, I don't think it's silly at all. Like, imagine just being, like, in a forest, but you know that, like, there's big animals nearby. That's, like, just an unsettling thought. Yeah, like, you know you're going to be attacked by something. I think it should be called Lion, Tigers, and Bears. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. 
you know. So for me, for me, Blaze, if I had to choose that now, this is actually based off an idea that um, that Universal in Orlando had years and years and years ago. But ever since I saw that happen, I, I it's just been come. I've been had so many ideas based off of this idea. But they had a a, a scare zone. I can't exactly remember what it was called. And it was like four to five years ago. I think they had this. But basically, the scare zone had all these walls with wheels on it and it had just like this like gear like mechanism clock sound playing in the background and the actors would actually move the walls while you're walking through and it was supposed to be like the walls and everything were shifting and like it was like a living breathing kind of like maze runner i guess like the like the movie kind of you know and it wasn't really anything fancy it was just like a big black tarp with like a chain link fence behind it on wheels and they would just move it around. It would make it so you'd have to like go through a different path. And the scare scare actors had like these hoods. They look like these like almost like cultic creatures, if I remember correctly. Really interesting. But I, I've had so many ideas based off of that before, like a, a maze or a scare zone, but even a maze, for instance, that just the pathway changes each time you go through mm-hmm. where the actors can be actively changing it depending on who's going through or what time you're going through. And, and it's kind of a hard concept because it's like you have to obviously like account for thousands of people going through it each night and you know per hour but i would love to see some kind of like dark maze where the walls are literally shifting around you and the whole maze mm-hmm. is changing in front of your eyes you know so i think that really gives a sense of like fear because you're like what the hell what the hell like when is this maze gonna end what corner am i going around you know it might be different every time you go through i think i think that has like a lot of uh like uh replay value you know you want to go back Mm -hmm. through numerous times because of that that would be like right if i can create one thing it would be a concept of a a moving changing maze it's like living when you go inside of it like literally the maze is like the maze come to life you know like it's self-aware and it's coming alive kind of i would love to make a thing like that that's 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 like otherworldly totally yeah i'm still trying to like pick like i i've never seen that like you said it was at or Orlando yeah, and I'll have to find it for you. It was it was it was Horror Nights in Orlando. And I wanna say it was sometime uh twenty fifteen or, or later. Oh dang, yeah. Yeah. I, but it was really, so cool. really cool. It was such a cool like concept. And you can't even really tell when you're watching the videos, like but I, I watched numerous videos on it and then just kind of sparked so many ideas, you know. And if I and if I that doesn't ever happen at a at a haunt. In the next couple of years, I swear I'm going to be making a home haunt eventually <laughs> yeah. with that thing in mind. Like, and it's super easy. All I got to do is just get some like PVC pipes, black tarp, and just put yeah. wheels on them, and then you can just make it. You and know just what I'm like trap like, so like your guess. Exactly, and I would and I would <laughs> love exactly. I would love to obviously put some theming around it where it's not just like black walls everywhere. I would love to like have like a story with it. Maybe only certain parts are changing and certain parts aren't, but or like some kind of like Pan's Labyrinth theme around it as well. Something It'd be cool if, like, there was, that, like, that's, like, fire my dream. walls or, like, ice walls. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Different elements, like, earth. We, we might need to start a home haunt. <laughs> yeah, start our own event. <laughs> that's, like, a my- dream, though, starting your own event. Yeah. Yes. TM. We've been talking about that. We've been talking about <laughs> Trademark. So, like, we come up with certain ideas. And it's like, dude, like, we should do that. Like, we need to do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. My scare zone... Okay, so I have two. So I'm going to tell you the first one. The first one, I'm all about, like, neon lights, like, anything lights. Like, I love things that glow. I think it's just, like, it's like a 
you know, like a fly that is attracted to like that fly killer thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like totally. I just love, I think it'd be cool like to have like an all EL wire like I I mean cuz my costume like has lights, you know? So anything with lights I think would be cool. And then my second one, I would love like a black and white scare zone. So oh, nice. like Dude, like yeah. a mi- like mimes or cl- like scary clowns mm. but but strobe lights like okay nothing but nothing but strobe lights in it so black and white or, just like it goes like super fast that you're like just disoriented you know like you don't like know. a a film noir maze where it's yes. like black and white yes like yes black and white totally. everything and i think that like that would creep me out because like with like a strobe light and just seeing like like you were saying earlier um like how you got scared with the strobe light and right um like that that would scare me totally so i think that would be really cool for for a scare zone it would be cool it'd be it'd be cool to scare in that zone because you have that element of like moving quick enough where you can really mess up someone like you can really disorient disorient someone especially like if you know the area too like beforehand like oh this would be a good spot like you know like you you as a scare actor would know the area before the guests would Mm -hmm, exactly totally that's interesting yeah well look there we go we already have what two scare zones and three mazes let's do it yep let's do it throughout the years if you could go to any scare zone slash maze which one would you have gone to? Um, in terms of Horror Nights? Yeah. If I could go to any scare zone or maze. As I... in... Yeah, let's go with maze first. Like, if you could go to any maze throughout the years like that you didn't get to work, which one would you have gone to? Honestly, I, I really liked where I ended up. Um, I, if I could have worked another maze just to see the ins and outs of it, it probably probably would have been um it probably would have been the shining i just i really love that movie um and i just i would have loved to work it so that i could go through it on every single one of my breaks that's probably the one that i would um uh, that i would have liked to spend more time in cool nice, mm-hmm. nice. scare zones um um, I would have loved to um, be a Hell's Angel, uh, Fallen Angel oh. season. Those masks were incredible. Those um, those skull masks with the, yeah. like, bejeweled whatever on them. They were just so cool. They were really neat. I remember seeing them and mm-hmm. thinking they're really cool. I have a question actually kind of going off of that too. Um, obviously, Universal has a really great like lists of IPs they've used and are probably going to use in the future. If you could choose like one character from any IP or anything that Universal has ever created, what what character would you be? Like in a maze or a scare zone, whatever. Like what what's like your one character you would just be like, I, if you had a choice, like I do that, no problem. Um, can it be one that I've already been? Uh, sure. Yeah, that's your that's your number one. If I Definitely. if I could do, um, Hatchet Hannah every day i would oh. be so happy gotcha that i would be cool. so happy <laughs> Hannah, that was one of my personal favorites honestly i love that it area was, and it was yeah. so fun you killed it 
Thank yeah, you so you much. Guys, you guys did. It was fun watching you guys like jump around and spinning around. Yeah, was it was it was fun for me because I had been purging pretty much every year until then, and and it this was like there was no IP, it was no movie. You know, I could kind of play with my character and like I I was a doll, but I was just like this sassy little like like angry doll oh I loved it yeah. so much it was just so fun to super cool to be outside of um to be outside of purging really yeah and I guess I guess that comes to my next question then so since um you're you're no longer with Horror Nights do you have any plans on going anywhere else or scaring anywhere else or is anywhere you would like to try or do you plan on maybe taking a year off to just be a guest and to go visit come um, like 2021 well, I definitely would like to um, take a year off and visit as a guest, but um, I want to I wanna join a haunt on a different level next time I join a haunt. I, I actually play with fire. Um, I play with a dragon staff and I play with fire poi. So I really want to, um, one of my goals was to work at Dark Harbor um, on, on one of their shows. I'm not sure where Dark Harbor is going in the future, but um, I would love to play with fire at one of the haunts eventually. That'd be fun. That'd be super cool. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, um, another, I, I would, I would go to knots. Um, if I was going to scare at another haunt, I would definitely go to knots because that camaraderie, it oozes from each zone. Um, the creativity from the characters, like it's just, it's just another level like you can just tell these guys like are so into it um you know decayed brigade is just so cool uh they're i just think they're so cool over there <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of good guys over there they i they they live yeah. breathe and eat haunt stuff you know like yeah mm-hmm. that that's all they talk about and it's, that's all like i love i just love listening to them talk to and um they're they're just all about it like year round. Mm-hmm. Um, scare techniques. What's your favorite scare technique? Scare techniques. Um, okay. Well, depending on your costume, a statue stare, a statue scare is always fun. Just because you're scared, you're right, you're hiding in plain sight. Um, and like Universal does a good job of like putting mannequins out enough where you can kind of nestle yourself in and scare people. Um, but the most fulfilling scares are obviously tag team scares. Um, just being able to walk off set and laugh with someone about it, about a scare, like who saw the exact same thing you did, you know, who went through the same thing. It's like, those are the most fulfilling scares is when you're scaring with someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he, even, uh, even tweak said it in uh, his podcast with blaze um, uh, a few episodes, ago he even said he goes because you know he was saying how he's kind of big and slow and sometimes he will just be the distraction you know mm-hmm. and, and he he was saying that's just as rewarding as the actual scare and i, I love that because it's so true it's because you know sometimes if you're this massive for his, his case a massive yellow clown mm-hmm. you know you're gonna be seen from miles away you know but that sets up some really hilarious scares that him and i will always talk about you know i know and i know uh matt and blaze also have the same experience with him too but they'll get some hilarious combo scares with him Right. And it brings you closer as like a team, yeah. you know, you're all out there in the trenches together and being able yes. to do what you do together is like that much 
that much more fun. Yeah, I love that. In the trenches together. I'm going to use that. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. That's a good saying. Yeah, it's true. Oh, yeah. It's We're so in the true, trenches though. out there. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. You're at war sometimes. It feels like with that, you know, yeah. massive crowd of guests. I totally, oh, man. totally get that. Yeah, no, like, so, like, the, like, the sold-out crowds that we get, like, on Saturdays and stuff, like, I know, like, HHN gets those, too, but, like, are those, the like, the days that you have to prepare yourself, like, oh, this is going to be a tough day, kind of? Yes, um, usually, like, we, we work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and Fridays and Saturdays, like, we all prep ourselves, like, because they, they push alcohol at Universal a lot. And we just know that, you know, we have sold out crowds. We're going to have people that are angry, that are drunk, that are agitated, you know, towards the end of the night, you really kind of have to have um, the people who you're on set with, you have to have everyone's back. You know, you kind of, you kind of, it's funny how throughout the years, Fridays and Saturdays, like you kind of have a little bit more anxiety because it's like, you never really know what's to come of the night in terms of guest interactions but you know that stuff is going to happen and you can just only hope that it's going to be okay. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. crazy, but um, you know, it's crazy when you know Fridays and Saturdays are at people's party nights and like people want to have a good time there, you know, there's bound to be some kind of drama. Um, so fun fact about myself, I actually get like um, really bad anxiety with like big crowds. Wow. So with with like yeah i know especially for us like on saturdays like when it's really the, like the busiest mm-hmm. that's why i weave in and out of people to get away from that like i'll scare 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 and i'll do like a like almost like a snake pattern right. just to get away exactly from that exactly what you're talking about mm-hmm. yeah just to kind of like, get to your little free area and you're kind yeah. of scaring, scaring as you go through mm-hmm it's funny because like I shouldn't be working at a theme park, but there I am like scaring and <laughs> you know no, it's but funny. It's also a way to you to face your fears. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I think it's funny too because one of Blaze's catchphrases when we're out there scaring is "I have anxiety, I have anxiety." <laughs> I always thought he was being he's funny, but joking. I guess I guess it was no. <laughs> a for help the entire time. No, you can literally be like, "He's not joking." <laughs> Stand away from my son. Yeah, back away. <laughs> i have anxiety that's hilarious <laughs> sometimes i throw out like i am anxiety yeah for like what yes <laughs> what? i am anxiety and he has a speech impediment leave him on <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh, i have um, another question uh star for you before we get into the fan questions too um yep so i i think i asked this on every everybody on that i've been with the podcast for so far but the opening ceremony is always one of my favorite parts of the night, every night, whether the crowd is packed or not. I, I love the opening, uh, like the ceremony, opening ceremony. Everyone calls it something different, like knots. They call it rope drop, like whatever you want to call it. We call it surge uh, or unleashed, depending on the year at Fright Fest. Ooh, nice. It's just like the, the most fun thing, just standing in like behind like the gate or wherever you're about to go out with all your, your crew. Like you said, you're, you're in the trenches. You're about to go to war with, like, you know, with everyone. And it's just such a, a special and crazy like adrenaline pumping experience you you were in scares on one as hatchet hannah do you have any like fun stories about the opening ceremony or can you like describe the feeling of, of about to be going out for the opening ceremony oh man opening ceremony is the most hyped that you are going to get like when you hear that blast of 
music that plays like you just going back to being an athlete it's like the feeling you get that you're about to go against your biggest rival and like you know you're gonna win you know what I mean like you are so hyped and you're just ready to perform or it's almost like if you were about to like perform a play and you know you have every single line memorized to the T like you are just ready prepared like and just hyped like ready to just show everyone what you have and be like dramatic and just have a good night like it is the best way to start the night every night it is the best like easily it's the best way to start the night because you feed off the crowd like you have the people that truly love it that are waiting there that are stuffed and crammed in like just waiting there just to see you like Uh just to see like just to see a glimpse of like a little performance for them like just to start off their night like the right way and it's just one of the best feelings ever like and running through that crowd is like it does give you anxiety and it is a lot but like you know, you have your crew with you and, you know, there's nothing like it. What's the feeling like of just like, I know, uh, depending on the years, like everyone, like the, the scare actors hide behind like your queue, like whatever the building might be. What's the feeling of like, of like being right behind where you're about to walk out in inside a guest, like with your crew? What's that feeling like when you're just standing there waiting? Well, we're all literally like jumping around, like stretching, like <laughs> punching each other, just kind of like hyping each other up, getting ready for the night. Um, we're just kind of screaming like it's funny because I saw opening ceremony as a guest once and I heard all the characters in the back like you don't really think of it if you if you're not listening for it but you just hear them like ah yeah like let's go let's go like yeah yeah like you just hear them screaming and and like I I understood after a while because like you just want you have so much energy that's just pent up and like this music is playing and then every night like the hype up music like the hype up playlist is the same order so by the end of the night like one song ends and everyone's already singing the next song so everyone just knows like what's gonna happen it's just such a cool feeling (laughs) awesome such a cool feeling star what's what's a normal day for you so um in the middle of the season a normal day is you wake up at like 2 p.m. and then you get you um, you get to, you get to Universal. You check in. Um, you have usually you have some time to to go and grab your costume from um, Scarebase. The costumers um, they give you your costume, and that's when I usually go get some food. I'll like meet up with some people. We all like go get our food go to city walk um and that's a good time to like meet your friends if anyone's going into the park like you can get them tickets at that point then you go to your scare area your break room get ready for um, put your costume on put your braces on um you go to your break space you put if you if you have a chainsaw you um, wrap your hands you wrap your wrists um just to give yourself some support otherwise like the chainsaw's vibration, like, you will just feel it the whole week if you don't um, take care of, if you don't, like, brace your hands. Um, so you get ready, you tape up, and then you just, the whole time you're getting ready, I like to hype up my locker room. So I'll bring a speaker, and, like, we just, like, play the the Chainsaw Brigade playlist and just get each other hyped up. The whole, like, after about, like, from, like, six, 
o'clock from like 5 30 to 7 o'clock we're just like getting dressed putting makeup on getting our blood put on and getting hyped and then so, after that it's like when you start scaring yeah so um you get your get your costume on and then like 6 45 comes around then you go you walk down to um, your opening ceremony section, wherever you're going to be before opening ceremony. Um, you sit there and you just wait for your cue. And you're literally sitting there for like anywhere from like five to 20 minutes. However, whatever, however long it takes them to get their stuff ready. So I know like um, Scare Zone 1 has their opening ceremony. Does Do other Scare Zones have their own like opening scare? they'll do their own little thing um i always love when zones like find their own little niche and uh and do their own thing like i know um the toxic tunnel had their own little march out where they like did something in unison just to get them hyped and then they all started running um you know running to the zone and then when i was in um blumhouse and purge gauntlet we would hear the purge sirens from scare zone one. Cause we were just over in Plaza. So we would hear the music and we would get the whole line cue to jump up and down. We would get, we would be like rocking the, um, the line barriers. Like we'd be standing on things like hitting, hitting tables, like hitting the trash cans, just getting everyone in the line hypes just because we heard like the opening scare money music from, from afar. Okay, one more question. Did you ever watch like the movies before to get into character for your role? A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I mean, with The Purge, it was like I had already known what the, those characters were because I love The Purge. So I was always super excited about that. Um, with uh, actually in 2016, our amazing supervisors um, pulled some strings and got all the Purge movies to play over and over again. Um, our break space was the Shrek theater at the time and they had it on the Shrek theater screen. Like they would play, they played the purge <laughs> movies and we'd walk through the theater, like to go purge, like in the same masks. Like it was such a cool feeling. Like we were like, let's go. Like everyone on their breaks would be watching the movie and like, we'd be like, all right, breaks up, like time to go do what we just saw. <laughs> That's so cool. I think I actually saw one of your Instagram story, like you reposted like from a memory or something. Yeah. And, and you guys were watching the movies. I was like, oh man, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. It really yeah, was you, cool. Like, you, I was just say, can you imagine if they accidentally left that running in the Shrek theater for too long until like the day ops? <laughs> I know. Imagine if the <laughs> next day they, say. they press Sorry, play and it's the Purge interrupt. movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So let's get into some fan questions. This one comes from dancing underscore table. How do you prepare to go out every night? And do you have some sort of ritual? Definitely have a ritual. Um, uh, it, it comes down to wearing a back brace and wrapping my knees and my hands um, all while listening to the same songs that we play during brigade during the chainsaw chase out at the end of the night we just listen to that I listen to that music and my headphones just to kind of get me in the zone while I'm wrapping my hands and I just kind of um get myself in that spooky mindset where I'm just coming to coming to chainsaw everyone this one comes from Ocho Co. how long did it take you to get chainsaw um it took me let's see I started in 2015 
and I got a I got asked to chainsaw train the second or third week of 2016. So I would I mean it took me that's that's less than a season, probably probably about half a season. But I have to say, it wasn't about the length of time that I was there. It was about the energy that I put in and the commitment to my character that I put in because um, when um, Allison Fox came, or one of the casting directors came and asked my sister and I if we wanted to do it, she said, your energy is contagious and your commitment is there. And I can tell that, and she could tell that we were safe with our body and we were full, in full control of our body. And that's why we got Chainsaw so fast. Is there a, like a... A rite of passage here, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there like a, you have to be here so many years and then finally like you can get a Chainsaw role or... Like... No, no, not at all. There's no, there's no rule that you have to be there. Like there, if you... I know people that are brand new and that got a chainsaw role simply because of their build. They fit into a, a they perfectly fit into a role, a character that required a chainsaw. So they got to be chainsaw trained. But if you want to like work your way up to a chainsaw, like I said before, you just need that commitment. Like there's no rule. There's no like someone, you know, like that can get you to have a chainsaw. It's just, you just got to commit and, and show out and try to stand out and, you know, just give it your all and hopefully get noticed by someone. Okay. Um, this one comes from Javier Alfaro 21. What was the most difficult character to play? Character? I would say Hatchet Hannah um, because I had to get out of that purge mindset where I am just a human being who's running around trying to kill people this was a doll um it was like a voodoo doll um so i needed to be a lot more twitchy in my body movements um i had to be a lot more conscious and cognizant about what i was doing with my body how i was holding myself um i didn't want to look too human um i didn't want to catch myself looking too human or walking human um so i kind of really try to stay in character um to a point where it was kind of hard for me to stop walking like that after the season like I was kind of walking <laughs> stiff the whole time but that that one was definitely the hardest for me because I really had to consciously get out of my myself and still be safe with a chainsaw nice this next question comes from fink underscore scares um have you ever slid before and what uh, what makes scaring so fun for you? <laughs> Excluding the time you uh, softball slid with the chainsaw. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, what classifies as sliding? Um, but no, actually, we're not allowed to slide at Universal. Um, unfortunately, I don't think that there's enough space for a sliding show. Um, I would love, absolutely love to slide or at least learn how to slide with my um with my fellow haunt family i would love to just like have that skill um i've i the only time i've slid on set was not allowed and that was with my chainsaw <laughs> when it was raining and that was honestly one of the best one of the best nights ever what makes scaring so fun for me 
is, is scaring people, getting people's reactions. Um, when you, when you just kind of go for someone and you have this power that makes another human being scared and like have a physical reaction to you, it's kind of addicting, um, you know, being a female, being a female and um, having grown men who are, you know, comparable in size to you, have them like give out a shriek, like something that you would never, you would never expect, you know, that is just addicting. Um, That is, that's why I have so much fun scaring. Um, What keeps me there is the people that you meet and the, those bonds that you make. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so going off of that, um, this one comes from Petro Vero. She asked, how is it to be in an industry that is dominated by male scares, scare actors? That is a great question. And I'm glad that someone asked this. Um, it's intimidating, but it's not impossible to, to be noticed. Um, I like to say that there's no difference between a female and a male in terms of the energy that they can put onto on set in terms of the energy that they can put into their character or their role i have seen so many girls just kick ass in their roles like make you want to make you want to run home to your mom like so good but to be in a, an industry where it's so male dominated, uh, uh, the females have to be that much more invested, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for for example, like um, like us, like uh, at Six Flags, um, you know, mostly all the sliders were were male, and Tricks, one of our only female characters, was a slider, and she, Does she have she, the tutu? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my god. She, she is insane. I yeah, remember. Yeah, definitely. Like she can keep up. Like it's fun. It's it's really fun to see her. Like you know keep up with us and like learn more like there's Mm -hmm. certain things that Mm -hmm. she does and i'm like i can't do that i'm not that flexible to do that and it's so amazing to see that you know um like for example like she can do like the flat like she'll go on she'll go for a slide and go all the way she'll bend backwards to Mm -hmm. go under the bar i can't do that i'm too tall i'm too lengthy (laughs) i'm like yeah my my tummy will like hit the limbo bar for sure like i'm (laughs) right but she's so, I mean, like, females and males, you just bring different elements to, like, create something so cool. Like, she is so... I remember seeing her show and being like, she is badass. And she is a great example for all of these girls right here. Like, they all want to be her. And I just think that's so cool. Totally. It, yeah. yeah. And, you know, she worked, she worked really hard for that, too. Because I remember um, first, when we first were introduced to her, uh, our creative director came up to us and uh, to my brother and I specifically, and was like, "Hey, can you can you guys? You know, we, she's a new slider. She's in this maze because we have some maze sliders as well at Fright Fest. And he goes, can you can you kind of show her the ropes a little bit?" So I remember going from that to going to now, obviously this last year, 2019, and doing the show with her and just seeing how much she's improved and just like the hard work and dedication she's put into, and it's definitely inspiring 
for other yeah, people. Yeah, absolutely. Think, sure, you know, it is. It absolutely inspiring. inspiring. You know? mm-hmm. So just to mm-hmm. show you, same, same with you being, you know, saying you were given uh, chainsaw abilities, you know, and the, the chance to do that, you use a chainsaw at Horror Nights, which I know is a pretty coveted spot after your, your first year, I think you said, so your second year in the mm-hmm. event. And that's just because of the energy we're putting out, you know? It's all about just how hard you're working and the effort you're putting in. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I always say practice, patience, and determination. Like you're gonna get you're gonna get what you're working for, you know? Totally. Definitely. This next one comes from K dot M dot R underscore eighty nine. That's a mouthful. Nice. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite horror movie? I love Insidious. I love the Insidious films. Um, I think they are so amazing and so scary. Um, but classic horror, I would have to say House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, nice. Yeah. This is a second one from Patrovero. She asked, do you guys get pampered to look scary? Yeah, I mean, we don't get pampered, but um, there's a whole makeup station. Um, there's a makeup station at each at each scare zone and at each maze. Through so throughout the night, if if anyone that has makeup or prosthetics needs a refresh, they're right there to help them. But um, for the most part, and as of recently, Universal's kind of been gearing more towards full masks versus prosthetics. So. It's not as much makeup as usual, but I personally have never done any crazy prosthetics besides 2015 Walking Dead. I was um, Noah at one point and I had like a big prosthetic on, but that was it. Um, Otherwise, I just had a bunch of blood on me that never came off. (laughs) (laughs) This is the last one because like pretty much we touched up on everything, but um. This last one comes from Brady.Jones123. He says he's a longtime fan of HHN. I think it's the best haunt in LA. Uh, what makes it stand out? Um, that is an awesome compliment, um, being the best haunt in LA. Um, I think what makes it stand out so much um, is the fact that they bring, like, they bring so much new every year, and the quality is just there. Like the, you can tell that the, what they put into the budget is there. They have really high quality props and really high quality lighting and sets and all of that. And everything's new every year. Like they really um, try hard to create a new and different event each year. And I think that they really succeed in giving um, their guests different vibes and themes every year. Yeah, I got, I got, I got a fan question for you. Okay. Real cool. Uh, what are you gonna be for Halloween? Oh man, you know, it's funny that you ask me that because I really haven't thought about it, and it's so lame of me. But honestly, this Black Bride mask that I got from Larry Bones a couple years ago has been staring at me, and I really want to do a Black Bride. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? I'm going to be an astronaut. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny enough. I'm actually doing uh, I'm doing a combo costume. Uh, my girlfriend and I are both going to be Dr. Phil. Oh, 
my God. You know what? Two is better than one, so. That's right. Wait, I want to change my costume now. That's so random. Like, you both are Dr. Phil. Like, not one of you is, like, Dr. Phil and the other one is, like. Exactly. We have a whole bit plan where we're gonna come in. And we're gonna be like, "What the hell? I thought I, I thought I told you to be bad baby, and I was gonna be Doctor Phil." <laughs> we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a little shining. We're gonna do a little shining bit too. We're gonna be like, "Come play with us, bad baby. Come, come play, play with, with us, us. ever and ever." <laughs> oh, that is so great. <laughs> that is so great. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. What is it like? Uh, fill into the universe or Doctor Fill in the universe? What multiverse? What is? Oh yeah, <laughs> the multiverse. The Phil multiverse. I have never <laughs> heard that before, but I want to know more. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. I should. I want to dress up as as a uh, bad baby now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like oh my god, is that bad baby? Shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. So I bought a half mask from one of the makeup artists in uh, Six Flags Discovery Kingdom in Vallejo. Mm -hmm. And she like she has a TikTok and it blew up and she made like a half mask of like a snake and it just went viral. And uh, I li- I was like, oh, man, that is so cool. Like, I reached out to her. And I was like, that's that's a really cool mask. Like, and she's like, yeah, I'm selling them if you're interested. I was like, oh, really? And she showed me like a like I think she had like six different um, like half masks. She had like a snake. She had like a zombie. She had like a pumpkin face. And I was like, wow, these are also really good to like I can't even choose. Like but I ended up choosing like a what looks like a skull. Like a skull mouth, mm-hmm. um, and I, I bought one from her, and uh, I have like a like a skeleton t sh- glow in the dark t shirt, so I'm a, I'm gonna dress up like a, like a yeah. skeleton. That's cool. Yeah, the masks That's are super cool too, because um, they they were made for, supposed to be made for like, fright fest actors to have, so it looks like the bottom part of their mouth, but they're actually like, masks. So. They could scare, you know, like basically it's like a face mask to like help, you know, prevent. That's cool. And like if you look like there, because, you know, Six Flags, did they, they didn't call it Fright Fest. Some of the parks that are open around the country called it Six Flags Hollow Fest. Yeah. And they had like kind of, you know, social distance scaring and, you know, whatever they could do for the year. Um, obviously, I don't, I'm not sure about the one in the California, but some of the other ones. And they would have like their character. You can see videos of it online. It's really cool, actually. They would run out and they would have, you know, whatever makeup they had on. And then they would have a half mask that, like, matched the color right. slash, like, the look of whatever their makeup was supposed to be. And some of them, you couldn't even tell that they were wearing a mask. But it, 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 usually they have, like, faces painted on them, like, mouth painted on them, you know. But it's really interesting. Right. No, that's super cool. It's a good clever, way. Clever um, way, yeah, to get around exactly. having to wear a mask while scaring. Exactly. For sure. Do you I guys have any, like, um, end of night traditions that you, like do or go to because i know that horror nights has a couple yeah, we, i mean somebody say denny's who said denny's <laughs> i didn't say denny's. did you say denny's we have Wait, somebody, said, somebody said denny's <laughs> <laughs> i heard it i didn't say it but i did hear that who said it i think it was star i think star said it 
Uh, yeah, you know, I did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always say Denny's. See, I, I, I knew it. I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> but I, yeah, um, <laughs> I actually heard that in the last podcast because I I was just thinking like we have we have Coral Cafe or Bob's Cafe um, yeah. or Bob's Burger. Sorry, um, but we would just like as soon as we got a schedule, like someone would run down a coral and like give it to them so that they knew like the nights that we were coming and the nights like to be ready. That's so funny. (laughs) But I have to say in the last couple of years, we found these 24 hour Korean spas in LA and they are in like, this will change your world. Um, So like 10 to 20 of us will go to this place called we spa or spa palace um and it's 24 hours it's 25 dollars for 24 hours so we show up at 3 a.m because one of the cutoff times it's 3 a.m to 3 p.m so you show up at 3 a.m you go into all the saunas you go into all the baths you like relax your body you bring your muscle rollers and your hydro flask and you kind of just like relax throughout the night and everyone's just like talking about their scares and stuff like that and then um there's a roof that you can not everyone stays there but a lot of people are from like orange county so they don't like driving but you can sleep on the roof under heaters and they give you blankets and everything and you wake up and everyone wakes up and there's a there's a cafe there so you can get breakfast and since it's 3 a.m to 3 p.m and most of our check-in times at 3 p.m we all like take a shower at like 132 and then we leave and we go back to universal and it's just like a 25 (laughs) dollar night and like no. this turned in yeah wow. honestly it turned into like this beautiful amazing thing <laughs> that's, that's awesome man i wish we had that <laughs> yes. yeah you, you know what us sleeping in a trailer <laughs> <laughs> i heard that too i heard that too you guys are sleeping in the trailer <laughs> you know it's better than driving is an experience okay it's so yeah, fun it's fun it's a good story <laughs> but <laughs> it's funny because like we're trying to sleep at three in the morning and then you all of a sudden you hear like so there I was and then everybody starts like busting up laughing <laughs> it's like one of those like, yeah, like your mom comes in like hey knock it off turn off the lights you guys yeah. need to go to sleep what time is it go to bed one of those sleepovers where you cannot control your laughter or like the yes. silliness that goes on exactly it's absolutely like, it oh man oh yeah. i love that that was like, so uh, much fun yeah and like matt said too he kind of said it when we we're in the beginning but saddle ranch too mm-hmm. uh, is is hilarious we, we do that every sunday after fright fest gives out um just because it's uh we, we get out a little earlier on sundays i think we close at uh, midnight right so we just go midnight and then we go straight to like you know take out make off and then we go or make up takeoffs and then we go straight over after we clock out over to um saddle <laughs> ranch and that's they're cool off. you they, guys they, stay open. they usually exactly and they, they usually close at midnight uh they keep it on sundays at least but they keep it open till 2 a.m for us and then we go and we because they know we're coming we're like yeah we're bringing in 300 people stay open so cool okay yeah it's good for them yeah Yeah. seriously and so they they staff up and they they love us it's so funny they'll give us like they always end up bringing out like free food for everybody too you know and like they'll give us what that's awesome for us sometimes too you know we'll go in like like everyone's around you'll watch like your buddy going on the bowl it's like so funny or like sometimes like (laughs) i'm like the supervisors like oh we're gonna jump on they'll jump on the bowl and it's like oh that's so funny right like mechanical balls like 
so hilarious. So. That's a lot of fun. Like, it, it and is. it's just like it promotes like that team camaraderie. You know, like when Absolutely. everyone goes out. Yeah, and it's super mm-hmm. cool. It's fun to kind of meet um, new people too, because a lot of times, um, I mean, meeting people from a scare zone at Fright Fest to a maze is, is really hard because it's like mm-hmm. oftentimes they get their costume, they go into makeup, they're in makeup for like five minutes and they're gone. You know, I'm in makeup right. for 45 to an hour. So sometimes it's like, I don't even see half these people and there's so many people in maze, it's so hard to meet people. So it's kind of fun meeting new people there for that reason as well. Um, or even people from scare zones too, you know, they, they're in other different scare zones, different areas of the park. You know, generally you don't get to meet every single person because there's so many people to meet, you know? It's right. so hard to remember everybody and to like, meet every single person so it's kind of fun to kind of be able to meet some new people and talk to everybody and mm-hmm. definitely. definitely you guys have like an army too like is like i bet it's kind of hard to like you know not yeah. not get to like meet everybody um it's definitely hard to to meet everyone but i'm it's this is why i'm so happy that i started in pool because i got a chance to go into every maze and like meet people and gain relationships from like people from all over so like as the years went by it was like I like a good friend that I met in Walking Dead had all of these friends and I invited all of them to this outing with my maze and like it just like it it's easier than you'd think but it's it's still hard because there's so many people yeah you know, and everyone kind of just wants that good experience. So it's kind of like when word gets out that something's happening, everyone kind of shows up. Like we don't get those early nights as often as you guys do. Like we'll randomly have like one or two midnight, um, midnight ending nights. And we will run, like we will hustle to a bar and just like order (laughs) as much as we can. And like all of us are like chugging beers and like going hard. And just, like, getting to know each other in that sense. And, like, and then it's just, we're all, like, drunk, like, at the end of the night. Like, all right, where do we sleep? We're getting up and scaring people tomorrow, you know? <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Is there, like, a end-of-the-year party for you guys or no? Like, Yeah, actually, we have, we usually have a massive um, after-Halloween party. Um, and, you know, like, there, everyone there is a character and like we all love Halloween, so it's like the chance to get your costume, like have your costume, like go hard with the costume, like um, just like celebrate Halloween. Mind you, it's usually like the first or second weekend in November, so like showing up at parties like in November full costume is so funny, and everyone's like, "What are you doing in costume still?" But um, we always like have a rager someone like rents out a warehouse or a loft somewhere and we just go hard that's awesome it's honestly so much fun (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly like this was this was so much fun to like listen to like yeah yeah thanks for having me for sure like seriously like like i've been missing it so much to be out there like scaring this this really brings me to like my happy place mm-hmm. yes yeah when yes. i saw that you were doing this i was like i would love to chat with them about haunt like I, we could just talk forever i mean oh yeah i, I heard you, like you know when you have that in common with someone it just kind of you understand each other on a whole nother level 
and like you can just kind of connect and talk forever so I was just so happy to be part of this like thank you for having me on and asking all these awesome questions and trying to get to know me and my characters at Universal yeah Um, it's so yeah thank you definitely it's it's so fun to uh hearing all the different stories and like how every haunt is a little different and certain ways whether it be like traditions uh rite of passage or like after haunt celebrations or whatever because it's like obviously we we talked you know extensively about fright fest but then also we had someone from knots last week and now we have you from horror nights and it's just so fun seeing just like the differences between each one of the events and how they're similar in a lot of ways and like it's just so Mm -hmm. funny seeing some of the differences of of certain things you know it's been super cool hearing everyone's stories so Right. Yeah. So, so different, but so similar to the core. And I think like the most common denominator is the fact that the relationships that you get with these people that you meet are like lifelong and they're just such great, such great times, such great memories, such great stories, such great people brought together by a common goal to scare people. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Like I was saying earlier, like I, like I have never personally met you in person, only as my character and as your mm-hmm. character, mm-hmm. and it's just like so great. Like I like we're friends, and like I this know, is... <laughs> <laughs> not real people. No, yeah, like <laughs> Radio I've, I've never met you. I've never met any of these guys out of character, and they've yeah. never met me out of character unless um, unless they were in character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So it's a pretty odd relationship, but I'm very appreciative to have it. Definitely, we'll have to do a uh, we'll have to do a haunt meet and greet once COVID's over. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Like, oh my oh, God, this, this is what you look like. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Real quick, any plans to going on any like? Have you been to any like drive-through haunts or? Yeah, I'm. I've gone to um, a bunch of house house displays like the Hellsers, purge night and then sam haynes um but i'm planning on going to hayride on halloween night and then a couple of uh house haunts out in uh burbank on the night before halloween okay yeah i actually got this year i know it's so it's it's yeah it's really tragic like um for me, like last night, I got to go through Tunnel of Terror, and let me tell you, like that, like for what it was, like you know, not going to like an actual haunt event, like that was mm-hmm. so much fun. Is that the car wash? The car wash, yes. Oh man, that's so cool! I know, I saw they had a chainsaw there. Yeah, uh-huh. there's like a scene, like when you're going through the car wash. Like I won't spoil it, but I'm like. Oh my god, like that's like that's scary to see. Yeah, that's so cool. That's so good to hear. Yeah, I it was funny when I found out they actually like are washing your car too. I know. It's <laughs> so clever. Who would have thought? I know, Who seriously. CDC guidelines say like you yeah. need a car wash while you're getting mm-hmm. scared. <laughs> that's so funny. Like to, so it's not a Hanukkah car wash. And that's that's so hilarious. And I think that's you know something that is, you know, I, I know obviously COVID is not a positive thing, but there's definitely been some funny like ideas that come out of this time where everyone's having to stay home and be quarantined and stuff. There's definitely uh everyone's had to get really creative. I think. Really creative. Really yeah. Creative. 
Tell you know what? It. I'd rather them do this than nothing because this is yeah. this is such a great. It's like it's bringing it's get making people happy. Like it's giving people joy. So we need we need more joy right now. Yeah, yes. they're trying to put out a product rather than nothing, and it's it's been fun. Like uh, I also went to like a like a, a, a home display as well. It's called um, OC Holiday Lights or something like that. Mm-hmm. and um just like just being in that environment i'm like wow like i got so excited i like ran out of the car to like go see this thing oh that's <laughs> oh, so cute that's that's all i got anything else everybody good you'll be so star was really great to talk to you honestly star Thanks, like, yeah, was. like i like my my smile is like from cheek to cheek like like I've been oh, having dude, so much fun. <laughs> hey, this, is, this has been a lot of fun. Um, oh, I don't know okay. if you heard me, but this has been a lot of fun. All right. Um, so that's all the questions we have for tonight. Um, Star, where can we find you at? You can find me at, on Instagram at underscore Star Lorraine, S-T-A-R-L-A-R-A-Y-N-E. And you can follow me to find all of my fun haunt stuff. Awesome. Do you have any TikToks? No, no TikToks. <laughs> Blaze has some. They're really cringy. <laughs> oh man, I gotta go hit follow. I have I mean I have an account so I can creep, but I don't TikTok. Actually, sure. there's it, funny, like I okay, so I do have a TikTok, but I'm not sure if I wanna like share it. But one of my videos actually like blew up. It's got one point five million views on it. What? Yeah, it's because I <laughs> fell during one of our shows. Yeah, I was oh, going to say, that's man. my favorite TikTok that I've seen from you. It's so good. Oh, it's, I'm going to need you guys to send this to me. I can just yeah, relive I'll... that moment. Every single, every single day I relive that moment, and it's beautiful. Oh, I love those moments where it just makes you laugh. <laughs> Big belly laugh. <laughs> It's like, it's the sound where it's like, hi, I'm Ryan. You're probably wondering how I got myself into this situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know exactly the, the, the sound, the original sound. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I need you to send that to me because I need to laugh. Definitely. But uh, that's all the time we got for tonight, guys. Uh, please continue to listen. I uh, had so much fun talking with you, Star. Um, again, we don't speak for the brand or the company. We're just a couple of buddies. Yeah, just a couple, couple of bros, exile bros. Buddies. You know? Yeah, yeah, the third exile bro, Blaze. Everyone knows it. <laughs> the third brother. So I'm, I'm actually the best. I'm the best Hawaii's brother that we have. <laughs> no, the only one that says that is our mom. So. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Star, we are hiring for a wise sister. Yes. Hey, I am applying for that position. Got it. Yeah. So if you want to come with a bald spot next year, <laughs> um, go ahead and send us your uh, headshots and mm-hmm. uh, send in an application. And okay. uh, all people will reach out to your people. Don't call us. We'll call you. but i'm full commitment just don't forget i'm full commitment i really want this guys we'll let you know that's all the time yeah that's all we need to see for today (laughs) thanks for your time
<laughs> all right, guys, that's all the time we have for tonight. Um, please stay tuned. This next episode is going to be a really fun one. The bros are going to actually take over my podcast. Once, I once again, uh, the bros are going to be, you know, picking up the slacks and blaze. <laughs> We're asking all the questions this time. But thanks again for listening. Stay tuned. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks, Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Hold on. There's my one. Oh, there's, there's <laughs> one. You only get one. Say it again. The podcast canceled. It's going to be. <laughs> I'll put those in the bloopers. Dude, I was the only one that threw out an F bomb today. I know. I Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Gonna give out some merch. <laughs>